brothers and sisters, friends and comrades, this is the PRC Show. I am your host, Paul Cooley, and thank you for listening. It is 84 degrees in Harrisburg, PA, and uh, how you guys doing? It's been a little bit of time, but uh, whatever. So, I have a special guest here today that's uh, a little kid. He's 9 or 10 or 11. Um, his name is uh, Lanky Jim. How you doing, Lanky Jim? I'm doing fine today. Okay, good. Um, we might talk to him, we might not. That might be all you hear from him. Anyways, I want to talk to you guys about uh, running. I've been a lot of comments about, you know, Paul, I know you've run five marathons, albeit medium to slow. Oh, I have a baby here that's crying too, so that might cause some problems. Um, but the weather has been so hot. <laughs> The, okay, hold on one second. For Pete's sake. That's me making him sound funny. Anyways, I just, you know, I ran this marathon in May, but the weather has been so hot, I haven't been running as much. It's been so hot. Thank you, Lanky Jim. Um, and so I have run the last uh, couple weeks, I've only been doing about six miles, some six mile runs. And these paces have been up. Lanky Jim, please do not take the microphone and rub it on your face. That's <laughs> I'm picking up that noise, and it's distracting to the listeners. Anyways, um, lost my train of thought. Okay, six some six-mile runs, and my pace has been like nine and a half minutes. And, you know, my marathon, 26 miles, I did a 940 pace. So I've been a little bit, you know, a uh, little bit. Do you know what life after breakfast is like? What does that have to do with anything? Okay. So, but today, here's... Do here's, you? What? Do you know what Life After Breakfast is, is like? Is that an album? Is it a movie? Do you know what it is like? Answer, please. Do you know what Life After Breakfast is like? Where are you going with this bit? Just Life After Breakfast. Okay. Do you know what it's like? Yeah. Explain to me what it is like. Well, it's like I was running, and I was going to tell you this. I had a really good run today, and, and when people ask me, how do you improve on your running? This is what you do. You have a cup of coffee. Because let me tell you these times. These are these are runs without coffee. 54 minutes, 11 seconds. 55 oh, minutes. we got a cat in here now. Please. Please. I'm trying to do this show here. Oh, good Lord. 54, 11. 55, 13. 54, 10. 53.43, I had a cup of coffee, 52.20. That's a whole minute and a half faster, just from a cup of coffee. So if you want to improve on your running, I suggest drinking a cup of coffee before you run. Now, if you have been drinking coffee all the time, I have no uh, suggestion for you. Okay. So, uh, what's been new with me? Uh, I am been doing childcare, as you can hear, my new roommate, uh... We'll call him, I don't know, What? What? we'll give him a name of uh, Mr. Tubert. He has been uh, doing pretty well. Um, he's also one of the reasons why my running hasn't been good, because I can't leave the house as much and go on these long runs because he's so self-centered. You know what I mean? Like, I can't leave... And when I mean self-centered, I mean literally self-centered, too. Like, he is centered on his own body. He's not that familiar even with his extremities. I mean, he sort of is with his he's arms. He's only, like, three months old and four days. 
first off, he's almost six months old. You think by by now he would he would uh, be a little bit more independent. But if anything, it's worse because he's awake more. But I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, he, for the most part, I like him. I like having him around. He, he, I do. I do wake up and he. For uh, the most part. You are full of insight. Yeah, for the most part, he's fun. I like having him around. I usually wake up and he's smiling and stuff like that, uh, giggling, and that's nice. Mm. Um, uh, people yes. seem to like him, you know. He, he doesn't really misbehave or anything like that. Um, so I wanted to uh, ask you, Lanky Jim, what the meaning of this is. This time on What You Need to Survive, you will need a crafting table. A furnace, a stone cutter, a large chest, or just two small chests. Anything else? Or is that it? A jukebox. And? Is that it? Right now, probably not, I don't think. A brewing stand. You need that brewing stand. That might be all. I'm not sure yet. Okay, so, um, Lanky Jim, last year when you were visiting here, the studio, I asked you to say something to me, you know, and that's what you said. Now, what do you make of that on what you need to survive? Well, I do regret one thing. I should have put a note block in there. I mean, you just need a note block to just simplify it all and just make yourself running and just make your day going good this may be one of the most this is the worst episodes of uh, the PRC show I apologize for usually we have uh, highly intellectual guests on here that make sense you might learn something there might be a little humor but we have a small child here that is talking gibberish a baby is uh, giggling and screaming on occasion and there's a cat that's interrupting things so I apologize but I haven't done any shows recently so I wanted to throw this together and you can tell that it is thrown together um, so anyways I'm on FMLA you know what that is Lanky Jim um, no, not really. FMLA is the Family Medical Leave Act. It was passed by Congress in 1993, I believe. Um, Sounds interesting. Okay, There's you don't have to comment on every sentence I say. Just, you know. So it's, uh, I get 12 weeks off of work, unpaid. Um, and I'm doing that to take care of uh, Mr. Tubert here. Um, and it's been fun so far. I'm like three weeks in. Um, but I would not be able to do this if it wasn't for this legislation. Um, I don't get paid, like I said, but my work holds my position there for the next 12 weeks. Now, uh, in other countries, particularly in Europe, most have maternity and paternity paid leave, some up to 90 or 100%. I, I know that. Okay, let's be honest. You don't even know what paternity and maternity leave is. What is um what is that type of leave? Well, if they leave their job to take care of a sick one or a 
baby, they will get paid, well, at least the baby in different countries, they will get paid whenever they leave their job, and they will not get fired. No, that's actually a good explanation. Who told you that? Maybe it was probably me yesterday. I heard it in a car ride today, in fact, whenever I was taking a taxi here. I don't believe you took a taxi here. But uh, that's a pretty good explanation, actually. And um, most uh, industrialized countries, when I say industrialized, I don't mean countries that just have, like, uh, steel factories and industry. Though, that's what one may think. Most countries, uh, like, you know, Germany, Europe, France, all the European countries, even some of the poor countries, the developing third world countries, offer some sort of maternity or paternity leave. Only here in the great U.S. of A. do we not. However, I still do love the United States because of uh, all the great music it has produced and all the great sports like baseball. So... I don't want to hear this crap that oh, I'm anti-American. Oh, I'm editing that out. Excuse so no one, no one's going to hear that. It's fine. Um, although they might hear it on my mic. Oh, the baby's pulling the cable here, so we got to get him over. Um, you know, I think this is going to be a really short episode. I want to talk about... Uh, um, ah, you're too young to talk about that. So I do want to play a song by... a. Uh, Please don't breathe into the microphone. I do want to play a song by a band that I uh, kind of rediscovered called um, Land of Talk. And um, this is a Canadian band? I don't know. I was like wondering where they went. And I guess they sort of just stopped recording or broke up. And, uh, it's you know, this woman... Um, yeah, well, you guys, gotta, you guys gotta listen to this song. Um... <laughs> This is, uh, let's just take the break now, regroup a little bit, and uh, maybe we'll be back to talk a little more. But this is Land of Talk. Um, the song is Some Are Lakes. Some Are Lakes. Started out a
Okay, let me throw out some numbers and you'll see where this is going. So, numbers are fun. Australia, 126 days at a flat rate. Brazil, 120 days, 100% paid. Canada, 119 days, 55% pay. France, you hear the storm outside? Sorry about that. France, 112 days, 100% paid. Germany, 98 days, 100% paid. Uh, Italy, 140 days, 80% pay. Mexico, 84 days, 100% pay. Netherlands, 112 days, 100% pay. Even Estonia, 108 days, 100% pay. Um, Lithuania, plus 50 days. Germany, I talked about that already. Finland, Norway. Um, Lithuania, man, what a country. You know, when's the last time you bought something from Lithuania? Do they make computers or cars? Sweaters? Anyways, United States, zero days paid. What are we talking about? We're back to what Nathan was talking about. And that is family leave to take care of a kid. Uh, parental care. And, you know, I love America. We have created great uh, sports, music, some of the best movies. Um, oh, think, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Movies. Best movie ever made, probably. One of the best. Spinal Tap. Making fun of the Brits a little bit. I shouldn't even say that. Sorry. United Kingdom. Uh, shouldn't say Brits. That's rude. But UK. Okay. 52 weeks at 90% pay for six weeks. Um, no, for 32 weeks. And then the rest is unpaid. Here in the United States, we only get 12 weeks unpaid. You know, I'm starting to feel that right now. You know what I mean? Because I'm on my third week, fourth week. No pay. I mean, you got to start going to the, 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 the cheaper beer. You know, when you've got any money coming in. Or no beer at all. I mean, how's that going to work out? So, uh, anyways, I just wanted to highlight that and make you uh, reconsider when you go to the polls. <laughs> uh, not like any of the candidates are actually talking about that. Well, Bernie Sanders might be. Um, I'm not sure what Ted Cruz's position is or uh, Scott Walker or John Kasich. Um, I'm pretty sure they might even think that uh, the Family Medical Leave Act passed in 93 may, may need to be revoked. Um, who knows? Maybe not, though. Maybe not. I'll follow up on it. Okay, time for the return of an old segment. Here we go. The world turned upside down, 17th century England. That's right, the world turned upside down, 17th century England. So, we talk a lot about uh, birth certificates for presidents. Actually, we don't on this show because that's ridiculous, but... Some people were talking about that with Obama, like he's not an American citizen. In fact, I had a co-worker that had a bumper sticker that said, uh, show me the birth certificate. Anyways, this isn't a new phenomenon. Um, back in 1688, there was a highly controversial birth. Um, the birth of James II, now this is the Stuarts. This is after the Civil War, uh, right around the Glorious Revolution, which we haven't talked about, but whatever. Um, the birth of James II's son, James Francis Edward, uh, 
His mother, Mary of Medina, had previously given birth to five children, the last in 1683, but none of them had survived infancy, which, uh, you know, maybe they didn't have good paternity, maternity leave back then. I mean, I guess unlikely, given that they were uh, kings and queens. But, um, all right, the roommate's starting to act up a little bit, so we might have to cut this short. So, the people were happy about this, all these infant deaths, really, because they didn't want to have a, uh, a Catholic uh, monarch. Um, and a male heir would supplant James's Protestant half-sisters, uh, Mary of Orange and Princess Anne of Denmark in the succession. So people were banking on them not having a male, uh, you know, kid. Listen to that, storms. Okay, sorry about that. So uh, Protestants began to question the child's legitimacy from the moment the queen was even pregnant. Uh, they actually had, during her uh, labor, they had a bunch of witnesses in the delivery room, which I guess is probably just like her bedroom. So this is the, uh, the known as the controversy, contr controversy. That's a hard word to say. There's no sh in it, but you know you get that s controversy of the uh, the warming pan fiction. So uh, people believed that when the queen gave birth that actually the baby died immediately and that they brought in a fresh warm baby in a warming pan. <laughs> um, they smuggled it in there. Uh, James tried to discredit this, say this is ridiculous, and published depositions of over 70 witnesses. But uh, people didn't believe it still. Can you just imagine being one of the witnesses? Like, uh, witness, witness, witness number 38. Did you see... A warming pan with a baby in it? Or how would that work? I saw the queen pop out a baby healthy and alive right from her vagina. I mean, anyways, uh, I just thought that was interesting. This has been another episode of 17th Century England, The World Turned Upside Down. The World Turned Upside Down. 17th century England. sponsor and I'm not going to tell you what the sponsor is this episode I want you to figure it out so I'm going to read a passage from this book oh, that's my roommate kicking on the floor can you hear that come on buddy we're trying to do a show here all right well what are we going to do Anyways, this is one of the books I own but haven't read, but I'm going to read a passage from it anyways because, uh, you know, I peruse, the I peruse these books. You know, I don't just buy them and put them on the shelf or put them on my, my tablet. I flip through them. I, I read a couple sentences, maybe maybe a couple pages, maybe even 10%, 20% of the book, and then I put it down and I, uh, I figure I'll read it later, maybe, or just it looks nice. Here's the passage. 
Um, o ye whose dead lie buried beneath the green grass, who standing among flowers can say, Here, here lies my beloved. Ye know not the desolation that broods in bosoms like these. What bitter blanks in those black-bordered marbles which cover no ashes. What despair in those immovable inscriptions. What deadly voids and unbidden infidelities in the lines that seem to gnaw upon all faith and refuse resurrections to the beings who have placelessly perished without a grave. As well might those tablets stand in the cave of Elephantana as here. Okay. <laughs> what book is this? I'll tell you this much. It wasn't written in 2015. And you know what? I'll give you one more hint. It wasn't written in 2014 or 15. Should I continue? I mean, does this make you want to read it or not? Um, in what census of living creatures the dead of mankind are included? Why it is that a universal proverb says of them that they tell no tales, though containing more secrets than the Goodwin Sands? How it is that to his name who yesterday departed for the other world we prefix so significant and infidel a word, and yet do not thus entitle him? If he but embarks for the remotest indies of the living earth, why the life insurance companies pay death forfeitures upon immortals? In what eternal, unstirring paralysis and deadly, hopeless trance yet lies antique Adam who died 60 round centuries ago, who it is that we still refuse to be comforted for those who we nevertheless maintain are dwelling in unspeakable bliss? Almost over here. <laughs> why all the living so strive to hush all the dead? Wherefore, but the rumor of the knocking in a tomb will terrify a whole city. All these things are not without their meanings. Okay, that's the that's the book uh, that's the sponsor this week. Um, I have not read the whole thing. I've read only a small portion of it. Um, if you know the name of the book, uh, I'll send you a copy. How about that? <laughs> um, you can email the show at prcshow at gmail.com or just if, you, if we're that tight, you can send me a personal email. I do have over 13,000 unread emails, so I might not get that one, but you could email the show at prcshow at gmail.com. I still plan on deleting some of my personal emails at some point, but um, my roommate is occupying some of my time. Please put that down, sir. Talk to my roommate. Okay, um, that is going to be today's show for you. I thank you for listening. I really want to thank you. And uh, we're going to try to do more shows. Maybe my roommate will say some things. Um, go ahead, try to try to say something. No, he's just going to try to bite the microphone or something. As you can tell, I haven't been around for a bit. It's been a little bit uh, difficult to do these shows. But we're going to start cranking them out. I know I've said that before. But I'm going to just start cranking out subpar shows. <laughs> just, I'll start putting out shows that aren't as good, but just to do it. We'll get better as time goes on. All right, uh, roommate number three. You have anything to say? You have anything to say, buddy? I'm just going to look at you and try to put cables in my mouth. All right, fine. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the PRC Show. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PRC Show or follow us on Tumblr at prcshow.tumblr.com. All of these episodes can be found at soundcloud.com slash PRC Show. Your host is Paul Robert Cooley Jr. Technological consultant, sound design, host curation, and music production is also by Paul Robert Cooley. Emotional support brought to you by the roommates of Salvador and Kate G. Executive producers Josh Ferris, all labors donated. Thanks for listening.